Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It's Friday, April 17th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 307. Joining me today, Gita Jackson is back on the podcast. Hi, Gita. What up? I'm How are you here. Doing? Hi. Welcome. Um, thank you. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing all right. Like, you just showed I us bought... a big cat mug, which made me feel good. Yeah. This, um, is my, this is my one of my three mugs. I got it, one from the Giant Bomb Late Show. Okay. One my friend Rachel gave me that says, uh, I love my grand dog and this mug. So. Wait. Great. Your grand dog? My grand dog. Sure. You know what? Sure. That was also the voice of Ricardo Contreras. <laughs> hi, hi, Kata. How you doing? Do okay. you love your grand dog? If I had one, I would. Damn, you, you have know, to think about you gotta, your hypothetical grand dog. In yeah, my opinion, I love I love all dogs. So yes. So by definition, finally, Any dog that the, would exist. <laughs> the dog owner himself, Robert Zachney, has joined us. Is Mina nearby? She is mercifully asleep. Pet owners have entered a whole new world in the pandemic. Gotta say, how but... is it going to, to y'all for y'all, you pet owners out there? I think me and Mina, or not Mina, Mina's not mine. Damn. I, I wish that I could <laughs> Damn. not mine. Me and Ella have, like, really developed a strong level of communication now. I feel like we truly understand her each other a lot. Unfortunately, she is just insane. She, <laughs> the other day, I was going, I'm staying up until, like, two every night now, because it's just, like, I roll out of bed, and then I immediately get on the computer. It's whatever. Um, and I was going to bed, and um, I was, like, brushing my teeth and taking a shower Ella really wanted me to be in the bed and like I have to do that and I came out of the bathroom and she just ran out of my room where she was like ran halfway up the hallway to the bathroom door and then just started screaming like just (laughs) screaming and screaming and screaming until I got into the bed and got in the bed with her (laughs) buddy (laughs) yeah I know exactly what she wants now. It's just her requests are very, very intense. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. Rob, how 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 are you doing as a pet owner? Oh, I think it's it's really a double edged sword. Uh, In some ways, it's a lot of fun being around the dog all the time. It is really relaxing when a dog's like asleep on your foot. Or gets under your desk and just drowses there. Like it's the it's the best yeah. thing in the world. But the problem is that there's times when Mina gets lots of attention. And she loves it. She's like, this is the best. Um, particularly if she's getting attention from both me and MK at the same sure. time. Like when we're both sitting there on the couch and like one of us is holding a um, you know chew toy and the other's petting her. Like Mina's just happy as can be. But then Mina thinks this is how it should be. Yes, I am Mina. 
and I'm and this entitled, is my domain yeah i am entitled to this level of interaction and attention and then unfortunately it turns into the midday when for some reason the humans aren't doting on dita uh, mina wow and are in fact ignoring <laughs> her uh and I then mean, she's i get just, it yeah <laughs> that sounds unfair to me <laughs> yeah i think she doesn't like she's getting better i think at understanding that when I'm at my computer, like, okay, that is like, I'm not super interactable at that point, but there, but she only has so much patience for that. Like by the, by the late afternoon, she starts throwing tantrums and then it starts to get really intense uh, where it will be, she will find whatever, like you're thinking she's very smart. And so she knows like the things she can do to immediately produce a response. And I know I'm being gamed. Uh I know I need to not react or underreact. But the problem (laughs) is that like, I can literally hear threads pulling on a a pillow or something like that. Or like I hear a stack of tax paperwork. I'm meaning the file begin to crinkle (laughs) and crunch. And before I can like, check myself and be like hey you just need to like really low-key go over there and like take that away from the dog and hand her a toy which i guess is the thing you're supposed to do like you're supposed to just substitute and be like hey i'm not really reacting to this but i'm no longer giving you the option to continue fucking shit up but instead what i'm doing is like no and i have to race across there like immediately be like you know mina don't do that yeah you're an animal too you have that emotional instinct reaction it's like you can't help it, really. I, Ella's very good at goading me into doing the things that she wants me to do. Um, I've gotten good at resisting. I think the difference between dogs and cats is, like, my cat, despite the fact that she will still try to claw underneath the door when the door is closed if she really wants to get in, she has gotten very good at understanding, like, I'm at the desk. I'm not on the bed to pet her. I am not going to leave the bed to pet her. If I close, if she goes into the living room and I close the door, she figures out what to do in the living room. It's been basically falling asleep on the couch, but cats are mostly asleep during the day anyway. And the problem is when <laughs> she's awake, the amount of playing with her that she wants me to do uh. is much, much more than it has been previously. And I've been trying to like meet her in the middle because she does need stimulation and I'm here. And like, that's what she associates me with. She associates me me with petting, food, and playing. And so if I'm not fulfilling one of those three functions for her, she's like, why do you exist? I'm going to yell at you, Uh, (laughs) which I get, you know? Uh, (laughs) So that, that is the thing is like, because I'm here all day, the level yeah. of interaction she expects is so much higher. And I just like, I can't be holding a stick with a feather on it for that long. <laughs> I got it's other impossible. shit I need to do. Totally. <laughs> really is. Um, to, uh, Kyle, you're laundry. not a, you're not a pet owner, right? Not currently. I had, a I had haver? a cat. I had a cat yeah. once upon a time. Uh, Me too. And I miss, I miss my cat. Me too. Same. But, um, I've been very close in in the times of oh, pandemic to fucking you know what who who needs a, a cat to be fostered or you know what just adopt it outright you know just get yourself a cat <laughs> right now it. right now you that should look into it Kato I feel like I, I feel like you're this out. Is a, it is about to be kitten season you might oh, be able to just fuck. open up off the street very soon but if not you could just get in touch with any of the shelters in your area yeah i have a lot yeah. of instagram links of people who foster kittens and like in in our area so it's i will let you know because like 
Well, there's this is the still thing. We so were... many stray cats on the streets, and they're all going to be fucking soon. Like, it's yeah. really going to be yeah. an issue. We were both just, uh, me and Christina were both uh, considering whether or not to get a, a dog before this. Because we we were we like animals of all sorts, so like we had a cat, um, and then we we're like, what if we got a dog next? Got a small dog, and then COVID happened, put everything on pause. Then also wrapped back around to like, okay, maybe a dog would be nice, but now there are like no adoptable dogs in New York City. Yeah. All like everyone, they all got, got a fucking god yeah. dog. But then we we're like, but cats are we we love cats too. Cats are good. They still need adopting. They do. Uh, uh, I know yeah. a lady who has some poodles. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna they get a poodle say. from? Wait, in New York? No, of course not. Yeah, okay, that's if what you, I was gonna say. Massachusetts is not that far, a man. Nightmarish dog that will destroy your apartment. Rob's got oh a guy. Oh my god! Hey, Rob's got a poodle guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the poodle is too big for my apartment. That's the thing. We're looking at like chihuahuas. Poodles come in all sizes. For okay. instance, we thought Mina was going to be like. Uh, lapdog size. Uh-huh. That was what we <laughs> no. were called to expect. Uh, and it turned, even among the standard poodle variety, there's like little tiny, like beagle sized poodles. Uh-huh. And then there's what Mina appears to be turning into, uh, <laughs> which is just a giant fucking asshole dog. Uh, who will like stand on her hind legs and like shove you. Oh my uh, God. If like there's something she she wants or desires. Uh, the other night, I was herded into bed. Uh, wow. I went upstairs to, uh, you know, you have to brush your teeth and like yeah. hang up uh-huh. your clothes and uh-huh. all that stuff. Yeah. It was taking too long, apparently. And so, like, Mina gently bites my hand but not like a bite but like to grip it yeah and yeah. like pull it she pulls me toward the bed maneuvers me by it and then when i'm standing there she hops up and shoves me like hard enough that i did like go into bed sit down on the bed and she was like great i'm happy hopped on the bed grabbed her chew toy and just like curled up like between us and she was like this is this right fucking dog you know i what? love this dog this so is Mina's much. house. Mina runs this. God. Mina is in charge. The, the, Mina's so good. The warning sign should have been when we picked up uh when we picked up Mina, the breeder, as you might expect, has a bunch of poodles in, like you know in her family. And there's there's three that uh, she has as like her house pets, uh, in addition to the ones she uh, breeds and sells. Um but Mina's uncle was this giant fucking poodle named Manny. And he was enormous. And so like the first thing we like when we went in when we went there to like look at the dogs, um, this giant poodle shows up with an enormous stuffed fish clenched in its mouth, like comically large. Like <laughs> uh like it was basically the equivalent of the um like one of those like novelty trouts that you mount on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was like one of those things like in its mouth and just sort of follow us around and love to like hop up on his hind legs and like put his hands on your shoulders and would be like, yes, I own you now. <laughs> like you are, you are sitting, you are fine. And I was like, boy, I hope my dog doesn't turn out like that. Um, well, turns yeah, out. it turns out maybe it runs in the family. <laughs> God, well, good. Animals are good. I think that's what we were here to say. Uh, maybe that's our, <laughs> maybe that that's we our podcast over. Animals are good. That's what we said. 
you, maybe they're not good. Maybe maybe your life is not you know perfectly aligned with their goodness, but their goodness is not in doubt. <laughs> and, um, is this a, is this our transition into talking about doing an Animal Crossing update? Because animals, yeah. are animals still good? You know, How, I visited finally after. Um, bunny day was over and i had such a pleasant time in my town Good. again finally it's, uh my zipper current... is gone the Zipper's eggs, gone. Are, no are, more eggs are out of the trees yeah i Spring finally is here God, i'm so sad i missed every single cherry blossom recipe did yeah. not get a single one yeah i'll send you what i got i have a couple it. things i can send so oh, thank you i was building like a little bamboo grove and i put in the bamboo hearth there and i wanted some of the cherry blossom like sure. lanterns to put near it so that it had like a nice glow at night and then they were all gone well i can't I send you that because i didn't eggs. get that recipe i only got the picnic <laughs> and the walls I'll or something gotta... the picnic blanket would be fine the picnic like, is nice yeah i like the picnic yeah. blanket a lot yeah, just it's just go like on I Nook need. Is on. You can find all that oh shit there. God. <laughs> you say I... that we're a week out from that being real. We're no, a week no, out. What do you mean? No, no. I, dude, we got. I gotta chat. look at you some shit. In the chat, look at this. This is a real this. thing. It's a and, real and thing I already. I don't want to click Horizons this. Horizons people are fucking amazing. Holy shit. Like this is I have seen Nukazan for um, this isn't a joke. Object. No, this is and not a joke. Fired for organizing by a tanuki. Yeah, like I've seen a body. <laughs> this, okay, so Nukazan, what we've linked in the Thank chat you, is a website where that lists every single item uh, in Animal Crossing. This is unbelievable. With, with uh, in alphabetical order, and then it just will give you a list of who has it and like. <laughs> What their town is and how to get in contact with them so you can okay why is judy a snooty cub villager listed as an item to purchase on nookazon so that's so... if you want people to leave your town those are our villagers that are fed up Wait, enough to leave the town and if oh. you talk to them on the day that they're going to leave then they will come to your town yeah right so you can buy a right. villager basically so it's not a dark web just like fire and forget like <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, oh. one, of, one of these days so i hear you've been having the uh <laughs> pietro experience <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could take care of that that's on the list of uh services we provide we uh, remove some night clowns if you know what i mean <laughs> the way that this community has used the internet to enhance the gameplay of this game in terms of connecting you to other players who have what you want that is fucking incredible to me I'm like not necessarily about people who have like figured out how exactly to track the stock market and stuff. That's just like a level of mystery that I like. But mm -hmm. this stuff where it specifically shows you how to get in contact with other real people, I think right. is incredible. Or like if what you desperately really truly want is a cool pansy wreath or a crude spaceship, why is there a crude spaceship available? That's <laughs> A not crude a thing one? I, I mean, I want the regular I mean, actually, one. What are you, sorry, crude, C-R-E-W-E-D, not C-R-U-D-E. There's a crew a on crew, there. Excuse yeah, there's me? a crew on this spaceship. That feels not good. I feel like you gotta, those people need to I'm not be on the spaceship. Let them out. They're not in space. Um, oh I do God. need a rocket. How much does a rocket go for? You got to have the materials, apparently. Oh, materials yeah. required for this rocket, huh? Yeah. Well, this person says 20,000 straight up, not materials required. Oh, damn. Nice. I got to get in touch with Tiff. 
Yo, that's I the mean, other thing is that people put in put in their Discord put their names fucking out Discord here. Names I'm like, out here. what? <laughs> Never in my life. Nope. I, I mean, this is like what I find so incredible about it. Like, I my like Steam name and my PS4 name and like all my names on all the gamer networks are different from what I brand myself as. Specifically sure. Because I don't want randos trying to find me and asking me questions, and I'm just trying to play a video game. Uh. The level of openness that the Animal Crossing community has with each other and the fact that it basically never results in anyone with hurt feelings is amazing. It's incredible to me. Like, I I love that they have, this game has fostered so much trust within the community that people just don't take advantage of it. Like, not that I can... I'm sure it or, happens, I mean, if, but, like, If it largely, does happen, there's a, there's a fucking rating system on this website so you can get uh-huh. stars. <laughs> Then this person right here has one star, so I don't think I'm going to try to trade with them. I'm not going to trust them. No, fuck them. No, but this uh, fucking... rocks! I love this so much. Derp much has five stars. I think I can give them 100,000 bells for this spaceship. (laughs) I can finally get tangy if I use this website. I want tangy so badly. The, um, The fact that you can have fruits here is is so simple it's so like it's so basic the idea like oh yeah i want apples were we ever so young as to simply want apples for our village (laughs) when now we know that what we could have is uh is uh, a a model of an arowana fish you know (laughs) actually there are any there are no listings for that right now those are gonna be very rare because you have to you can only get those from the fish dude, right? CJ, from, um, yeah. From CJ. Well, who, I think that's not CJ, right, though? My what? headcanon, that's Flick. Oh, that is Flip. Flip is doing it, but you go to CJ. For okay, it. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. great. I love them. I love that for them. People are out here <laughs> talking about offering a Nook Miles ticket for a stack of cash aluminum briefcase. That thing is so expensive. Fuck that. What do you that mean? That aluminum briefcase is a is 100,000 bells. I'm not going to give you a Nook Mile. I'm not going to give you mine for a Nook Miles ticket. Oh. Absolutely not. Well, that's See, the thing. Is like, isn't there a, isn't there a limit? Just, you're stumbling into the tip of the iceberg of intrigue. Like it's what's right. in you're the right. briefcase. You're right. It's right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's the Pulp Fiction briefcase of, yeah. like, you, you open it up, the light. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Totally. You're right. God. Um, um, the... I mean, I do. I mean, I, I basically do have that in my animal i did buy that one the one that opened it's not light but it is gold and that that to me (laughs) if i shoot it just right it does look sort of like the pulp fiction situation someone's getting Um, rid of raymond for two million bells yes yes god all right i'm not going to engage with this i need to make a decision i need to make a decision to not not to not look at this and to not engage with it and just to keep playing my game well so nook miles Okay, so here's the I thing. Nook Miles, do Nook Miles have a uh, the once you get all of the like large ones that aren't the yeah. ones that reset every day, is that it? Like you can't re-get any of those, right? You can yeah, re-get. Um, you can get multiples of the big things. Well, you can they get have three Godzillas if you wanted. No, right? no, no. no sorry. What I mean, yeah. what I mean is like in the Nook Miles app, the ones that you, the things that yeah. you get that the uh, uh, quote unquote achievements, basically that you the, get Nook so Miles like, for. Like changing the te- the the different path types, stuff right. like that. You mean right? Yes. Right. Once you fill one of those cards, that's it, right? So in theory, eventually you will run out of large sources of Nook Miles, and the only thing you'll have yeah. is the like daily stuff. Yeah, but those dailies you can burn through. 
Right. Like if you really want to grind them you're out. Saying, so you're saying that there is a moment coming up where if you wanted to, to really make bells, you would start hoarding Nook Miles tickets uh-huh. now. In order to and be able to Rancho Island whenever month, you want. <laughs> right. Right. When people are I feel like like, running out of the big chunk, because like the, the bigger ones are like they start at 500, then they go up to like 1,000 for like the more uh, yeah. of that objective There's that you do. a decent amount of those kinds of achievements, but very, it is finite, you know? What if it resets right. and you finish though, the last one? I wonder if they're going to add more. Right. The game yeah, true. Or something. True. Yeah, because I've started f- like filling up all of the slots yeah. on some of those. Yeah. Like the, um, <clears throat> I finished up <laughs> the one that's like on the amount of things you have in your storage. So uh that was also <laughs> disappointing because i need a bigger house now yeah but yeah, yeah it's like starting to happen so i do wonder if i'm does sorry, anything I'm happen if you get them all my island and like my least favorite villager is out and i hate her anyway mm, um mm, mm. sorry wait i should check prices too it's 11 30 we should all, yeah, all right. i know i'm checking uh, live <laughs> live price check on turnips Let's see. sorry I got rob a really good rob price you're along for the ride on the weekend i got 94 bells so I'm trying to turn a pocket. You're trying to flip them. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Someone I know, I think, today has 300. Profit. Yeah, I, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I have the, the predictor. See, my, my predictor says I have an 18% chance that a large spike, but looking more like a 64 chance that it's just descending all week. My, my mine is going to be trash again all week, according to the predictor. So what? <laughs> awesome. like, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> You know what's good about this is in 30 minutes, we can do a second check. Yeah, we're going to do a second check. I know! Check. All right, uh, turn to prices. Let's see. I got a Jester see. costume at the, uh, the store, oh. and I've really been loving it every day, I got to say. 49 bells. Get the fuck out of here. 56. Go sleep mode. Love to. You know what? Technically, 56 is a small bump from yesterday's 54, which means it could be no, on, you're the, uh, done. on the rise. You're done. Could be you're on the done. rise. It's still. Okay. Hold on. Let's see what the fucking Mine predictor says. Mine was already says. at 135 yesterday, so I feel like it's going to go up, but I feel like the spike is going to be today just based on intuition. I mm-hmm. haven't really been playing the stock market much, but I I just have a feeling based feel on how it. this game fucks you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, um, here's let me do the Animal Crossing update that is not about you. the horror <laughs> stuff, which is I feel like I'm really happy with my village. I feel nice. like I have I did like a nice downtown area, and did then you end have, up like, getting rid of Beardo. No, I got Beardo. Beardo was never Be- oh getting rid of Beardo. Yeah. I tried really hard to get Beardo. What you're confusing Beardo with somebody else? No. I yes, could have absolutely. I would have sworn that when you first got Beardo, you were like No, I never weird. I only got Beardo like three days ago. Beardo is a new arrival. No you're confusing way. Beardo maybe with Carlos or with uh Lyman or Rattle, <laughs> all the other weirdos that I have living on my island. <laughs> Beardo here's I know for a fact that I that Beardo was a whole thing for me because I was giving live updates to my friends while trying to convince Beardo to move in. Beardo gotcha. Uh, Beardo made me play a card game to convince him to move in. Um, and I kept failing it and he kept giving me additional I chances and it was very nerve wracking. I, I had to like, just talk to him. And... Still. You don't like that. He has bad hair he, or under hair. The under hair is too much. I'm going to put Beardo in the chat here for, for Rob. I got uh, Beardo. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know you needed Beardo. I would love to have it. I, well, I did. He showed up in the can. Okay. Here's the thing that happened. The thing that happened is I spent a lot of Nook Miles tickets trying to get 
um, a snooty villager and a what's the other one? What's the other like one? Smug. Smug. So he's smug, right? And then there was also I needed a snooty, and so I went to like six or seven different um, uh, islands, different Nookmile islands, trying mm-hmm. to find. Or no, sorry, it wasn't. I had. I think I had smug i think i had snooty um what i didn't have was cranky i needed a cranky villager and i needed a smug villager mm-hmm. um and so i went to like one after another looking for uh for those and just could not get them um and then when he finally showed up one i didn't think i had the space for him but i did so it's fine um and then two i didn't uh he's like wouldn't say yes over and over again uh, and so i had to keep like begging him to please please, please, like, move move to my island. I'm begging you. Um, and he'd be like, no, I'm in a band. Sorry. Uh, this guy? No. Right here? Yeah, this guy right here. Beardo. He's great. I want, I'm trying to complete the vibe set. So I needed someone who had his smugness, Rob. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, let me contrast that with who I got as my cranky villager, who is this motherfucker named Limburg? Lindbergh? Limburg, like okay. the cheese. Oh, all the mice. I don't oh. like that. Um, you need to understand that in game, he's like um, a retired Japanese, like uh, <laughs> Gita in the chat. Gita's blue screened, but Gita says no. <laughs> uh, he's like a retired, like like office worker vibe is, is kind of what I get from him. Uh, um, okay. uh, he has like, he's like a, a um, here's the plus. The plus is his house is like a, an autumnal retreat. It's like, a, there's a little pond inside of his house. Mm. The walls are trees and there's like uh, uh, autumn leaves blowing everywhere. That's he just nice. has stuff made out of autumnal, like, like fall leaves. Like um, uh, that's like the whole vibe. And also one of those things that he has is a pile of leaves on fire in the corner of his house, which I feel is a safety threat <laughs> personally. Um, oh contrast God. that with Beardo or Beardo. He's a, here's the thing. He's a bear. Yeah. He has, I would say lovingly styled um, uh, sideburns mm-hmm. and a mustache. You no know? beard. No. Well, that's why I think that's what the under hair. You think the underbeard? You think it's an underbeard? It's, it's an underbeard. I don't. It, he has, you he's know wearing. What? He, that's he, not he, pubic he, hair. That's an underbeard. That, okay. That's what an under. I hate yeah. this. Why? <laughs> It's natural for a bear to have an underbeard. Look I it know. up, Kato. Oh, God. It just looks so wrong on this. Because it's like wearing clothes. Just a big, thick so tuft of dark hair below his waistcoat. It's fine. <laughs> He's proud about pants. It. It's the classic animal wearing only top clothes, but no bottom clothes. But with dilemma. something to draw but, but your eyes. Yes, wrong. exactly. Made <laughs> <Yeah>. explicit. <laughs> this bear. It's not explicit. The hair is covering anything that's there. <laughs> the hair is like a gift no, from I God mean, to cover. I mean, <laughs> I mean explicit. Junk. That, I'll say it. In that you know that it's. Did we lose Kato? Oh, Kato's back. Kato's back. What? You left for you Did were I? so you were so upset that you vanished oh, from this podcast. Oh, I. I can't. I, if it okay, weren't for the underbeard, it would be fine. Look. Look how polite. Look at this fan art. 
doing a little bow. That's People very like cute Beardo. fan art. That's uh, here's the one thing. It just draws my <laughs> eyes so much in a way that I do not enjoy. What about this one where Beardo is hanging out? Wearing <laughs> pants. Fully wearing wearing pants. pants. I wearing actually don't love this one. Pants. I don't love this one. Who's that dog? Um, who is that dog? Uh, I think that's, is that, is that, let me see, Butch from Animal Crossing? That's Butch, Butch. from Animal Crossing is that dog. There's a photo here of kind Butch of Mary. He, this is like incredible dirtbag <laughs> vibe, Butch. This, the name of this piece uh, over on Reddit is Me and Beardo and the Famous Girl. Uh, featuring Mary, Butch, and Beardo. This uh. is a very, I don't, I don't love it, I'll be honest. All right, how about this? This is a, this is good. This is one of the um, human version images uh, this is from uh-huh. Benji Campbell on Twitter, who I'm not vouching for. I don't know shit about Benji Campbell. If you're listening, Benji, I'm not I'm not dissing you either. I don't know if you're I don't know who you are. But <clears throat> here's a, a, a an art of Beardo as a human and Diva as a human. Pants. Wearing pants. What if that's just a different type of underbeard? See <laughs> Is the implication here that this these pants are made out of fucking pubic hair? They're made out of hair. God damn it. I'm here to defend Beardo's honor. Some people are hairy. Some people aren't hairy. I'm not- Some people wear pants. Other people don't wear pants. Sometimes those <laughs> things align in such a way where you go like, hmm, not my cup of tea, but I'm not going to say you can't live in my town. Yeah. I need a I snooty villager. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't do anything to Beardo. I just also didn't talk to Beardo. <laughs> And Beardo's leaving. Beardo is leaving today. Is <laughs> wow. Okay. Damn. Um, Damn. I have someone in my campsite today. I don't know who it is. Oh yeah. Um, you know, while we're waiting for Gita, guess what? Going back to the campsite. Campsite. Let's see who's welcome there. Welcome to welcome to a, an episode of Waypoint Radio where I'm playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> that's the energy that's in the air today. Go on this journey with me. So, I don't think. Doesn't uh do you have one of each animal crossing I, type? I now have yes, I now have one of each type. Is that an I ideal mean I have more situation? than I have more than one. I have more than one of certain types, because that's just how it goes. Okay. Um there aren't ten types, I don't think. Oh, who's this cute dog? Who you who's got? Daisy? Daisy. I want to look up Daisy, Daisy the Animal Crossing villager. Uh uh Animal Crossing. Daisy. Here we go. Who's over here? Uh, Boom. Daisy is like a dog villager with like off-white fur and a big smile. That's the one you posted before. No, no, no. This is uh, the humans. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I just reposted the humans again. Shit. (laughs) My bad. Uh, Where did I put Daisy? There, there, there. Copy image. Paste. Boom. In mine, she's wearing a, a much different sweater vibe. Uh, I was going to say, one, but... she's wearing a Mondrian. <laughs> yeah, that's not actually what she's wearing here. Here, Damn. she's just wearing kind of like a, a red and, and teal and dark blue. And like there's some pastels and there's stripes. It's nice. It's a nice sweater. Um, she's, she's nice. Anyway, bye. She's eating a sandwich. And that's my Animal Crossing update. Great. How's I... Gita doing? Are we still? I think... Not good. Um, oh, buddy. What's I think funny maybe is that I really... Gita doesn't need a new monitor. 
I think maybe Gita needs a new computer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, here, uh, let's look up pre-builds for her. All right. I've been trying to get rid of this villager called Puddles. I've talked about Puddles. On oh, the I would not before. want a villager called Puddles. I feel like that's <laughs> asking for trouble with an animal. Uh, my... Puddles. Uh, oh, I don't like I don't like the frog eyes. I guess we've been over this, right? Yeah, no, specifically Puddles frog eyes, because they are a separate color from the rest of her face, make me yeah. distinctly aware that it is like the bunny head, but the eyes are on the ears, and I mm. can't unsee that anymore, so I don't want her in my vicinity. Life. Yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Gotta leave. Yeah, Puddles is, but yeah. somehow, Beardo left before Puddles did, and Puddles is still fucking hanging out. And I have a feeling it has something to do with the mix of villagers. I feel like Beardo was actually the was odd Beardo one your out. second, like, your repeat villager, basically? Huh? Was Beardo your... your? Oh, you're saying, you're saying that Beardo, as a smug villager, was not getting along with yeah. your cranky jock and sisterly villagers. Right. Like other gotcha. the other villagers that I have, and therefore left earlier than Puddles, who I also want to leave, but I think right. gets along with people, which is unfortunate. <laughs> Kyle just hates everybody. Yeah, I don't. Like. I love everyone else on my island. Fucking Tank is great. I have a baby penguin. His name is Wade. He's fucking great. His catchphrase is "So it goes," but he's so also very happy. It's very good. Wade's Wade is great. Get. I was that age too once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We've all been weighed, you know? Right, exactly. (laughs) Um, I I don't like Eugene, but at least Eugene's kind of funny. Uh, Eugene is a koala. Oh, I love Eugene. I I love Eugene. I love Eugene in in theory, but he's also definitely a fucking government plant. Yeah, (laughs) do you have the version of his house that has, like, the investigation wall up? Uh And, like... Okay, yep. I'm gonna send this and picture like a, to Rob. A fucking reel this to reel is, next to it. It's yep. So good. <laughs> um, I, is when Eugene, I saw him, Gene Hackman from the no, conversation. from the conversation. Here's the thing: is like I saw Eugene and giving his speech patterns. I was oh, like, this is like a hell. a fucking uh, blues brother ass. Like, yeah, just he, that's, like, that's the vibe. But maybe right? that's just because he's. You well, know I mean, what? Maybe, guess, maybe he's an agitator. Maybe he's maybe he's infiltrated. <laughs> you know. He's playing playing KK Agent, the fucking James Bond ripoff song on that reel to reel as you walk in. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Also, he was super, he was so into the fucking eggs. I'm just like, you gotta be a fucking plant. That's everybody. (laughs) Everyone was in the eggs. I fucking hate you. No, no, there's a difference between like being like egg day, egg day's fun, and him being like, yo, I need every single one of these eggs. I Mm. want them all. I need to collect at least 10 of them of each kind. Like, he was that way. That does sound like a government it. agent to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I do have real video games to talk. Not that uh, yeah, we, I have new video games to talk new, about, right, but right. we should we wait have... until Gita, I guess. Yeah, let me double check and see what's up. The fixate, the creepy fixation of eggs reminded me of this glorious clickhole piece. Ted Cruz announces he's suspending his campaign to tend his thousands of glistening eggs. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, I'm not trying to get Eugene to leave. He's, I just, I don't like him on principle. Uh, my favorite is Cyrano. I got Cyrano, the fucking judo 
anteater. That's also probably a Cyrano de Bergerac reference. Yeah, definitely, right? Yeah, it's got. I mean, he's uh, an anteater. Got a long, long snout. Animal Crossing. Oh, weird. He's not wearing the judo thing on, on in any of these images. Imagine this anteater, but wearing a judo gi. <laughs> um, that didn't work. No, that one didn't. <laughs> oh, if I click through, it goes through. Wait, why is in the image you sent us just now of Serrano? It looks like. It looks like he's sort of transparent in certain places. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, no. Oh, that's just a weird gradient effect that yeah. they didn't. That's not seeing through to the background vector map thing. <laughs> that's just the way their gradient worked on his shirt. Okay. Yeah, it looks I like. I see now. I yes. like that shirt. Misty. I think it's a misty tee. Um, but he's wearing a, a, a like judo gi in my gotcha. island, and it's great. Uh, so yeah, I guess Gita's computer uh, broke. I don't know, broke. Blue screened. Hasn't come back yet. We're gonna take a break and see <laughs> and give Gita some time to see if, if her computer can come back online. Uh, regardless, we'll take a break and when we come back, we'll talk about some other stuff we've been playing that is not Animal Crossing. So BRB. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, we are back. Gita, your, your computer is back alive. Thank you for joining yeah. us again. I'm glad yeah, you're back. my computer hates this webcam, but only when I'm using it with Discord. Every other program, it's fine. Just Discord. That's also Kato's problem, in a sense, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, so. my computer doesn't die, though. <laughs> it's just That's like, true. we're going to desync your audio. It doesn't matter. Video clapping, uh, Who like, cares? 30 seconds later. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was amusing to watch Kato just slowly slide out of sync. <laughs> just, like, very, yeah. very slowly you'd see him reacting to things two, three seconds after you said them. Yeah. Unfortunately, Anyways. that degree of amusement is off, is offset, sadly, by the uh, degree of frustration as it became harder to know if Kato heard what we just said <laughs> instead of yeah. easier to know. Um, yeah. We should talk about some other stuff. Uh, Rob and I are both playing games we can't talk about yet, and we're frustrated that we can't talk about them yet because I think Damn. it'll be a fun conversation. Uh, we want to we talk about some, some – we want to talk about tactics, but we can't talk about tactics because everything tactical is under embargo right now, except I want to – I want to do more than just a short shout-out here because I, I really think there's a game that's like about to find a larger audience, um, which is uh, a game called Horizons Gate – which you can find on Steam. I'm going to link it now to y'all. It is a game that I first um, heard about via 
a um god how did who 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 got it in front of me first um i guess it was robert yang on twitter uh tweeted about about this game and i was like huh that seems interesting and then darius kazemi came in and said yeah no this game is the real shit um the pitch that robert yang gives it is um a hearty uh, robert says i want a second tiny subversions hearty recommendation of uh, Horizons Gate. If you're looking for a Stardew Valley slash Skyrim type comfort food RPG, I'm 30 hours in and I still don't know what the main story is. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. okay. That's a combo of things. Mm-hmm. Darius puts it, you know, kind of situates it a little more particularly saying that it's an homage to the 1993 SNES strategy slash sim slash RPG Uncharted Waters 2 New Horizons, adding a Final Fantasy tactics style combat system to the mix, uh, which again is like huh. there's a meets, meets, meets happening here yeah. that is uh, intriguing at, at the very least. Um I think that the so I, I'm like five or six hours in. I, I almost fell much much deeper in late last night, and I was like, I can't. I have to go to bed. Um, this is a this is a this is a piece of my favorite type of of outsider art in video games, which is it's a game with incredible ambitions made by someone who has fairly mainstream tastes or fairly mainstream t- tastes from a certain period of time, um, mm-hmm. and also has. G- found the exact right like lane in which they can make the thing that they're that they have in their heads actually work and actually show up for me the comparisons here in terms of tactical combat like obviously final fantasy tactics is a touchstone for folks but this actually feels a lot combat wise like divinity original sin where there's lots of interactions between different um uh like states of being uh in the combat but even there I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself so here's the pitch on this game you are playing this game is a a kind of 2d um 16-bit-esque stardew valley is a really good comparison uh point for this game in terms of visual style if, if you're looking at the trailer um i'll note that this same person who's made this game has made two previous games um and both of those games look just like this, and one of them predates Stardew Valley. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't is think this, this is like a biting Stardew Stardew Valley. Uh huh. No, it's just like is this an R- is this RPG Maker? Is that what that it is not RPG is? Maker? Okay. I don't think this is RPG. Uh, you know what? It could be RPG Maker, but I've never seen anything in RPG Maker look or feel like this. And I've played mm. enough RPG Maker games to to talk about game feel at least like it doesn't feel like you're moving on individual tiles in that way it doesn't feel and i know that you can do a lot with rpg maker but it doesn't have any of the stuff like is it a stretched uh right no push to the limits rpg maker situation or just because like the aesthetics seemed similar right totally totally um so you are playing as in this kind of overhead 2d uh jrpg looking thing um, a uh, Commodore in a fleet for one of the four great empires of this fantasy world. Uh, there are a bunch of different fantasy races to play as. Like, obviously, there are cat there are cat people, and there are big sheep people, and there are fish people who actually look like fish and not like... It's not just like hot people, but they have fish gills. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a race of people who don't have any eyes, but uh, or don't have any... Don't, not just eyes. They don't have faces at all. They're faceless humanoids who can sense things in 360 degrees around them. Um, and they, they have a culture of wearing masks because so many other people in the world can't stand to look at their faces, which is really sad. Wow. And wow. Fuck, fuck the world, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Um, uh, their masks are dope. <laughs> 
Um, so you are playing a Commodore for one of these these things. You, you make your character, and instantly within the first you know thirty minutes of play, you are betrayed mysteriously by the state that you work for. You and your crew are sent to the to the winds. What I mean, the state? I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you don't know, yeah, but you were an agent of the state, so why sure. have they turned on you? Right. You had been working for whatever this empire is, uh, uh, and then you, you go you off, lost your use, basically. Yeah, right? I, I get. Like I, I don't know. It's probably no. because of the the eponymous uh, uh, Horizons Gate, is my mm. guess. Um, <laughs> uh, there's probably some sort of mysterious magical bullshit going on. So you go out into the world. You you, you escape. You have like a a tiny ship. Uh, you end up recruiting a, a few a crew members. You kind of have one story crew member, and then the rest, the rest seem to be proc gen. I think, huh. except that I showed up in a town, and one guy was like, "Oh yeah, this is my hometown. Let me t- you know, when we go to the cafe, I'll tell you what to get. I'll tell you like the the uh, you know we'll talk about the local delicacy or whatever." Um, and it came across. I couldn't tell you if that was a script. I, it was scripted, obviously, but I couldn't tell you if that character had been procedurally generated or if the world is just preceded with a bunch of like characters that you can recruit for ten bucks at every inn in the, in the world. Wow. Um, at the point at which you you kind of step out into the world after kind of uh, fighting your way through the betrayal, which I guess I'll say is like a a top down. Again, Final Fantasy Tactics style or um, or uh, 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 Divinity Original Sin style tile-based tactical RPG. Um, you Again, you get on a boat and there's just a huge world map um, and the game really opens up into the situation where you could theoretically be playing this game like Elite or something where you're just like a ship trader. You're just going from port to port, selling your selling whatever the trade goods are. It's a very simple system in, in a lot of ways. Um, like the the trade goods, like as far as I can tell, each of the towns I've been to has a trade specialty, right? And you're trading any distance you travel with it. It goes up in value. There's not like an intense like economic sim happening here. It is 100% a make the numbers go up game, mm-hmm. but in a way that is really pleasing. <laughs> Um, uh, you can also take jobs from each of these towns that are spread across this, this huge map. Um, when you, when you do that, some of them are simple, like go find the, go find the cult that has set up shop inside of our local mine, kill them, come out, get your money, blah, blah, blah. But there's other ways that I found to make money that I think begin to speak to like the joy of the game and the kind of particularity and the reason why I say that this is like out, but one of the reasons why this feels like outsider art to me is that. One of the distinct features of outsider art is that it tends to have ideas in it that mainstream aesthetics uh, and and mainstream craft sense says is impossible or not worth the effort or is a waste of your time. Um, uh, often, often these things are rendered in ways that are not uh, particularly efficient because the person making the work does not know the efficient way because they haven't been trained through particular schools. In this case, one of the systems here is there's if you hit the L key, you can look at anything in the game uh, as if it were a text adventure, right? Huh. Um, when I say look at anything, I mean literally your mouse cursor becomes a magnifying glass and just about everything has a description. Uh, a big rope on a on a boat that is, you could look at it and be like that rope is really big. Three sentences that amount to basically, yeah, that's a really big rope. It's probably too big for you to carry around with you. And also, what would you even do with it? You know, planks of wood, um, uh, forks on people's tables have descriptions. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm building to something here. Obviously, 
bigger things like uh, if you go to one of the, the capitals of one of the other three countries in the world, you'll look at like, you know, monuments to the god king who rules one of them. And and that will get added to your in-game encyclopedia. You'll look at, you know, paintings that are hanging in the in various taverns and, and coffee shops. Those get added. And then at one point I came into a trade uh, into a into a port and found someone whose house had the magnifying glass uh, icon next to it because it has all that sort of JRPG like iconography is just out in the open as if that's the way the world works. I go into the magnifying glass shop and it's a dude there who's like, "Yeah, I'm a researcher. Tell me about the world. Tell me what you've noticed." And he paid me for everything I'd looked at and studied and added to my encyclopedia. And I've now like, oh, I have a contract with this guy. I can't use other researchers without breaking my contract and paying a fee to this guy, which I actually I did do that because I wanted to do research for the Empire. I ended up joining instead of this one. And like, this is the sort of game that it is in terms of like this weird, intense focus on detail. Um and on top of all of that, I had one of the most nail-biting fights against spiders that I've ever had in a video game that has <laughs> spiders in it last night. Because the fundamental tactical system is really is really fun and complex, but uh, and and also is willing to be really challenging um, in a way that enables you to make really clever plays. Um, there are thirty classes in this game, most of which you unlock by finding a teacher somewhere in the world and paying them a couple hundred gold to like unlock that class potential for you. Mm. Um, there are like three main trees. There's like a rogue tree, a warrior tree, and a magic tree. But each of the later classes has a a system where like you have to have you have to you have to have either mastered or at least unlocked and put some points into, I think, one of the previous ones. So it's if I'm taking a quick look here, yeah, it's like it's like 30 of these things i think um everyone starts as a sailor but like by the end you're doing you know you're a you're a uh, a warp blade or whatever the fuck you know it's it's <laughs> truly fantasy jrpg shit an unmaker you know mm. um uh, uh and all of that fantasy, stuff comes though. together yeah well according listen. to their their setting because not one elf orc or goblin that's true. Insight. Not one elk or, or <laughs> goblin insight in this game. Um, the the stuff that works for me tactically, and this is the stuff that, like, Rob, I want you to play this game. Also, I didn't even talk about there. Was, like, there absolutely is a tactical level of... And you can see this in the second, the fan trailer I linked. There is a, an, a boat combat uh, tactics game, and then separately... <laughs> yes. A you could like board enemy ships. Uh, you can obviously make landfall and like go and and into caves and dungeons and stuff. Um, uh, this but feels like the definition of uh, scope creep. It hundred percent is. Right? But like, I think two things happened here. One is this person has made versions of this game twice before. They've been making right. it since twenty fourteen, and so like their tactical combat model has been honed for six years. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, if you go back and look at the other, the name of the developer, uh, the name of the studio is Rad Codex. Um, I looked up the name of the person because I believe it is a, it is a single person developed game, but I can't, I forget the name of the actual person. I feel bad that I don't remember, but, uh, there it is there. There they are. Uh, Sean Hayden, uh, who also developed, uh, Void Spire Tactics and Alvora Tactics before this. Um, uh, the, the, the stuff that ends up working in that tactical model for me, um, is a lot of the stuff that ended up working with something like Into the Breach, 
uh, or again, stuff with, um, um, what did I say? Defended the original sin where it's, it's about the space feeling important to the fight and not just like backdrop. There's a lot of how can I line people up here? You know, the first class that everyone starts with starts with a move to push people starts with a move to pull people. Mm. And that immediately should tell you that that is the type of game that is Mm -hmm. being that you're playing here to some degree. And so there's been a number of moments where like the only way I was able to win was I had one character pull a pull a, uh, use a rope to literally pull someone in into line with another NPC, another enemy, so that my wizard could do like a lightning strike through all three of them at once. Uh, or another situation where uh, this is a game that has casting times. So I've definitely had a moment where uh, I had I was casting like an AOE attack and the enemies went and foolishly, I didn't realize, I hadn't looked at where it was going to tell me that the spell would go off or, or like when it would go off. The enemies moved out of the way of that, but then I had someone charge over and push one of the enemies back into the AOE so they would get hit by that. And then it has all of the Divinity Original Sin stuff around, like, uh, interactions between, you know, if you are wet, you take more electricity damage, all of that stuff. And all that stuff layers on top of an open world in such a way that you end up feeling like, all right, I'm rolling into this new place. What's going on here? Okay, I'm climbing this 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 mountain. Oh, shit, there are, like, crab people pirates up here. But they have all these barrels of water. I can blow up the barrels of water, cover them with the water, and then electrocute them. We're good. Um, and that feeling ends up really meshing really well into something that I think was, has been like a huge, huge, huge surprise for me. Um, and also has just been salve after finishing a big game like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's been very fun. A big, very, very, very hyper-polished game. It's been so fun to go from that to this thing that is like, so you know what? It'd be unfair for me to call Horizons Gate rough or unpolished because it's it's very smooth. The interface stuff all works. Like there's, I haven't crashed. It isn't like that style of unpolished, but it's aesthetically not built for the palette of the widest possible audience. Which Final Fantasy VII remake feels very. I, I like. I really like that game. Also, it feels like Square, like triangulating on taste in a lot of ways Mm. uh, in terms of design and even in in terms of gameplay in terms of combat stuff whereas this feels like someone who wanted to make their favorite thing real make like the version of a thing that they had in their head that they couldn't find in the world of video games and like let's just let me just make it let me make let me make a mountain blade, but make it a JRPG. Cause that's the other big comparison here of like going around, collecting more crew, <laughs> building more ships, like getting your armada together feels very much like mountain blade, um, mount and blade. Some people the other <laughs> week thought I said mountain blade, like a mountain and a blade, but mount and blade. Uh, but that except now you're on like a JRPG or I guess a strategy RPG boat. Um, so Horizons Gate, right now it has 112 reviews, which to me means like, oh yeah, it's found a tiny audience, but it's found an audience. It's not found nothing. I I so hope that in a month that that is a thousand reviews, you know, like that I is the sort of thing. immediately. Good. So good. It, it'll <laughs> okay. get one more review at least. Um, I Good. Let's give it a shot. Uh, I think it's, I think it's totally worth everyone's time because of how unique and like full full of confidence it is that it can make this thing. Um, also, if you like old, like, SNES, Super Nintendo, like, uh, uh, JRPG music, it has that vibe. Um, so, 
I guess it probably is more like a PS1 JRPG music vibe, but people <laughs> should should play it and check it out. Horizons Gate, last time I'll shout it out. Um, all right, so that's that is the one tactics game we're allowed to talk about. Unfortunately, <laughs> we can't talk about the other ones. It is guess, actually illegal to talk about tactics games now. It is. I guess we'll wow. say we'll say that there was an XCOM game announced, which is weird. Yeah. And Rob, you haven't played that, right? No, I was playing it this morning uh, oh, before fuck. the pod because I was like, maybe I can talk about it. I'll check right before pod, and then I was like, that this doesn't look good. Right, what talking about <laughs> it does not. The the system, the the embargo system, and the NDA system for two K games is bananas. It's very much like there's like a whole. <laughs> we don't have to get this. is extremely inside baseball. No, no, no. Just know. but it is industry worst. Like like industry. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> and has been for years. Like this has actually improved. So now all you have to do is right. allow two K system to tap directly into your various gaming accounts. Uh, yeah. and be linked to that, which I feel super good about. Um, <laughs> it's not like my Steam account is particularly valuable after you know, fifteen years, years of, or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just getting the, everyone in the right headspace for contact tracking. You know, just being followed everywhere. God. I don't like it. I don't uh, like it. But this is actually an improvement over Two K's old system, which was okay. You want you want preview code? All right, all right, wise ass. Here, here's a Steam burner account. It's only got this one game on it. Oh, uh, here, sign yep. sign into the Steam the, into this burner account. It's gonna shut down. It like really restrictive stuff. Uh, and yeah, so two K previews have always been kind of, like for for years have sort of been in a place where there's so many other things you could look at in the meantime. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. time, like like I got Gears Tactics code today. Uh, the, earlier this week, and they were like, "So you want, you know, just log into Steam, use this code, it runs." Didn't even didn't even use a beta branch. I was like, "Wow, okay. really? Oh yeah, wow, yeah." Okay. That's also the other thing that happens a lot uh, for people who don't know is when you get a Steam code for from a, from a, a, a publisher, they often will also then send you a second code that you have to go in and activate inside of the like the preferences, well, the options. Especially a lot of times, because the code's going to give you access to what people have pre-orders have right. access to. Right, so Which you is need nothing. To be able to, yeah, uh, so you log into the, the beta for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can't talk about those games, unfortunately. But there was a new XCOM game announced. announced. Um, Chimera Squad. Is it just called? Is it Chimera Squad or is it just Chimera? Is it Chimera, Chimera Squad? Squad. It is. It's, it's Chimera Squad. I just Chimera saw Squad. it on Steam while I was buying Horizons Gate, and okay. it's Chimera Squad, and that is the funniest thing I've heard today. Mm. It's a very funny name. Um, <laughs> gang, gang, Chimera Squad. <laughs> Chimera Squad was good. XCOM or cops now. XCOM or cops now. XCOM or cops. Yeah. I we can't. I like I. We can't talk about this game until we can talk about this game. Uh, is how I feel. I'm, I'm gonna bite them. I'm gonna because I have so many things to say about it. I can't even. We can't even go down. We can't even go down this road because if we start to, I will reveal what I think based on the ways in which I <laughs> tackle even talking about the premise, and I will reveal how I think that they executed on the premise if I even talk about the premise for any longer. So we have to move on. But that's out there. Know that we will talk about that in the coming weeks, presumably. Um, uh, all week, I want to do... Mm. Week, right? Because it comes out next week. Yeah, April 24th, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, so, yes, so, yes, so, April 24th. So, <laughs> so next next Friday, we can talk about this fucking game. Um, thank God. And then early the uh, week after that, Gears Tactics. 
All right, which which Tactics. likewise, I'm curious. I have Tactics not so, I have not played that. Uh so in some ways I'm pure and I can say I looked at some of the previews <laughs> of that. That looked like it could be okay. That's all. That's all I'll say. Um <laughs> good okay, not bad okay. Anyone else playing anything that they can talk about? Please God. Well, I'm playing The Sims again and I'm doing a really Hell dumb yeah. thing. How I'm doing? doing a dumb thing, which is two weeks ago, I think, I I had an idea because I was out of ideas for articles, which was, what if I just added everyone from the Vice Tech desk into a game of The Sims? And Samantha Cole was immediately like, yes, do this, please, do it immediately. Um, and then I forgot about it. And then yesterday <laughs> we had a meeting about writing blogs that are fun and funny. And I was like, what if I just added everybody from the tech desk into a house in The Sims? And only four people have volunteered, Emily, Jason, Emmanuel. And I'm I'm in there also. Right. Uh, but the thing about making Sims of other people is one, I'm very, very, very good at it. Okay. I will show you my example of my Jason Sim, which you you've all met Jason. You all know oh, what yeah. he looks like. Oh yeah. Wait, what's Jason? Cobler. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually how you say his name, but I would uh, say Kebler, but I don't know if that's true either. Uh, he definitely likes Keebler. Jason, Jason does really love it. He likes it when you say Keebler? Yeah. Oh, wow. You made Jason. That's Jason. That's Jason. Fucking Jason, man. Wow. You made Jason. Jason. You even got his glasses right. I know. They didn't have the the hat, but I just picked one that wasn't the worst looking hat of all the hats I had. Yeah, of course. Of course. So... And it's like weird they didn't have that hat. They See, the, I, are there no snapbacks? Is that Jason? That guy on the, the the Sim version looks way more likely to be selling me weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's Capital, the hat difference. That's just the hat. I can't. Yeah, I'm not going to say too much about my boss because our other boss, Emmanuel, does listen to the podcast. But I know Jason does it, and all I'll say is he's a nice man. <laughs> looks like he's. He and looks what, more. One and time, what, it my, seems like he'd be a good hookup. Final interview for this job. I will say that Jason was wearing a velvet scrunchie, and I just looked at it a the entire what? time. He was scrunchie. A velvet scrunchie. He's wearing a spreadsheet. He's wearing a velvet spreadsheet. God, <laughs> printed. Just that's on that's Rob's Ma- idea. Management's a way of now. life with me. Yeah. <laughs> neck, neck deep. God. It's so luxurious. Sorry. Uh, we are neck deep in pandemics, and all Rob can think about is velvet and spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. You know, I respect it. I respect it. So <laughs> I'm going to be doing sadly scissoring the freelance budget part off <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the velvet spreadsheet. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, velvet oh spreadsheet, god. iron scissors, iron cuts. You know. Oh my god! Yes. Woof. God. Oh man, that's a great new anime. Yeah. About magical tailors. Um, Ooh, good. Right. So, yeah. like, the problem with making sense of other people is. Also, you have to make add traits to Sims and give them an aspiration. Right. So I asked people to give me their traits. And the thing about the editor-in-chief motherboard, Jason Keebler, Kobler, Kepler, who knows? Who knows? No one Just knows. Jason. He's nice. Jason. He's a nice yeah. boy with Jason a Kay. nice dog named Mango. Um, is that his traits were so surprising. I asked people to give me their traits because I didn't want to give them traits that I thought were unflattering. Like, I didn't want, I wanted them to be, like, an actual expression of your personality. Traits are what direct Sims autonomous, like, actions when you're not controlling them. And I feel like I'm going to try to mostly take the Sims' lead in this house when I finally build it. it, And, like, try to see what naturally they have to get whims to do. 
Okay, so let's explain the systems of The Sims 4 a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Sims will automatically get whims, and whims are optional things that you can do, but they give you a bit of a sort of focus, and if you don't really know where to start with your sim, like if their needs are already up all the way and you don't know exactly what skills to build out, maybe a sim will get a whim to buy a chess table, and then you buy the chess yes. table, and then they get a whim to play chess. And then you're suddenly, you're raising their logic skill. It just guides you into engaging with the systems of the game right so i want the whims are also often they'll tell you where they come from so if your sim has just gotten like a pay raise sometimes they'll get a whim to have at least a one by one pool um and that'll be those if you mouse over that whim you will say this is inspired by the sim just getting a pay raise um sure so I wanted people, the Sims in this house, to have their whims come from their traits because traits can also sometimes give people whims. Um, so, so very surprisingly, though, Jason gave me traits from the Island Living expansion, which I was not <laughs> expecting. Wait, what? What traits did Jason give himself? He's child of the ocean, and he's got the beach life aspiration. <laughs> It's Why amazing. is he living in New York City? I mean, yeah. that's the He's big got question. Why do any of us live in Does New York City? No, so? no one has beaches anymore, Rob. Beaches Wait, are closed. What about like Sheepshead Bay? Oh, boy. Um, there are beaches just... in New York. You can, you, it depends are on what the... he's trying to do are at the beach. There, I know people who surf, you know. Yeah. You did go out to Long Island, but like you can do it. What about it. Coney Island? Hell yeah. Jesus Christ. There's the, 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 the topless beach way out there is really nice. The one that's also the lesbian beach. Congrats you know. to that place. That place sounds like a <laughs> is there anywhere? Is there anywhere where the water isn't horribly polluted? Sorry, it's Atlantic. We're in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't hold know on. I live off the Atlantic. <laughs> Fucking Florida beaches somehow managed to be much cleaner than New York beaches. Also, just like New Yorkers don't give a shit, and New, yeah. New Englanders in general are just accustomed to pain. So like, <laughs> you're asking, like, it's the wrong kind of people, yeah. really. Yeah. Jason's mm-hmm. other traits that he asked for are cheerful and goofball, which I think are very accurate. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with but this. Child of the Ocean. <laughs> I want to show you specifically what Child of when the I Ocean. Think, when I think of Jason, I think of cheerful Child of the Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy, cheerful Child of the Ocean. Also cares deeply about right to repair. Yeah, he really, a really lot. does. So, yeah. um, so child of the ocean, answer the call of the ocean. Sims with this trait will prefer water-related activities and feel closer to denizens of the sea. These sims become sad while fishing and uncomfortable while eating fish. Uh, these sims prefer water-related activities Wait. such as swimming, scuba diving, snorkeling, and boating. Does this mean this is Jason Aquaman? Yeah, <laughs> I would have thought Hanks and Splash. Oh. I might. I think he's go Matthew. And make Mc- him he's a definitely not Matthew now. McConaughey in Serenity because he right. fished. He fished all the, the time. Fish was the whole, but... He didn't. He was not a cheerful child of the ocean. <laughs> no, he was. He wanted to be though. You know, in in the in the second version of Serenity, he would become that. People should go listen to our Serenity spoiler cast. No, it is not a spoiler cast of the Firefly film Serenity. <laughs> it is a spoiler cast of Serenity, the 2018, 2019 Matthew McConaughey vehicle. What is time? Over on yeah. Be Good and Rewatch yeah. It. Everybody has told me that that movie is bonkers. Bingo, Nita, bongo, please bonkers. watch that movie. I'm oh begging you. Oh, my God. Yo. Do you know the spoiler to that movie? 
Yeah, I know. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. I constantly forget the spoiler, but I do know it. I did okay. look it up. <laughs> I did make Josh from Kotaku tell me it because he. Okay. I really just needed to know. Yeah, fair. Uh, so God. wait, so then what are the whims that come along with Child of the Ocean? Well, is it like so they, go these, swimming? Is it yeah, just like all day he to wants go to go swimming? swimming? He'll want to go scuba diving, <laughs> snorkeling, boating, that kind of thing. Um, they'll probably get like whims about going to the beach and stuff like that. I, I'm beginning to think that I might need to make Jason a mermaid, but I'm, I'm not sure yet. I think that might be a surprise whether or not I do that. Emmanuel, don't tell him. <laughs> you know you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, I, so I think, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I can also finally give Jason a bike because those are the things that I know about my boss is that he's really, really nice he does to have me a and bike. thinks I'm smart. He has a bike. He has a dog named Mango who's been being very bad recently. He's into apparently. softball. We were on the softball he's, team. Last, yeah, that's true. Last he does like play softball. He seems outdoorsy. This is the other thing. I would make incredible Sims of Kotaku people without even asking them because I spent three years just learning, working with a, basically eight people. Um, and I don't quite know everyone advice yet, but Samantha Cole was the first person. Samantha Cole is the, the woman that's on the, the sex beat at over at Motherboard. She did an seri- incredible series of articles. Yeah, about very from, good work. Girls do porn and Pornhub's uh, inability or unwillingness to remove those videos which depict sexual assault <laughs> from their service. Um, I really loved that investigation. She immediately wanted to be a sim, and I think she's she said she wanted to be a gloomy loner art person, and I'm I'm excited for that. <laughs> That's a good mix. Are they in? Yeah. Is it going to be? Is there a motherboard house? It's going to be a motherboard house. Uh, you can have Good eight mix. Sims in a house. So yeah, Loney, Lorner loves outdoors and gloomy. Like this, this is the thing I really like about The Sims is that once you start building out characters, especially if you take control away from some aspect of building a character, you immediately begin to develop a story. So two members of this house so far are going to have traits that make them want to spend time outside of the house. Uh, mm. Child of the Ocean and Loves Outdoors. So this house should probably be a smaller house with some kind of massive outdoor space. Mm. Maybe these people are into gardening, you know? Like you begin to see what you want to give them in a house, what storytelling opportunities might naturally arise just based on the traits. Um, I think that some Simmers have complained that traits in The Sims 4 don't give them as much personality as previous Sims games. I think Sims 3 is where traits first appeared. And you could have five traits... And traits would really, like, Sims had a lot of personality um, in that game. And I think that was maybe my favorite thing about that game is they felt like they really did do things distinctly. Here, traits, I think, uh, do feel a little bit flat. They feel a little bit samey. But you can still use them as guideposts on how you want to tell a story. Which, in the end of the day, I think the it's this push-pull in The Sims, right? You want some randomness because you want The Sims to feel real because the best things that happen in The Sims happen when you're not looking and suddenly the stove is on fire, right? Like, that's <laughs> that's where drama comes from in The Sims. But you also want The Sims to just do what you fucking tell them to do, mm-hmm. which sometimes is a struggle when I had a Sim in The Sims 3 that one time just decided they didn't want to go to fucking school. Like, they just didn't. Go. I would keep making them go to school. I would press the go to school button and he just didn't do. And I just made him mop the entire house that day because I was so mad at him. Because <laughs> he just like, God. he wouldn't go. 
He would not go. I don't know why he like he canceled. He automatically canceled that request. It might have been a bug in the <laughs> game, honestly. But when Sims are autonomous, they just become very I- irritating in that Listen, way. Listen, sometimes you don't want to fucking go. That's true. I've had that feeling a lot in the past month or so. Just, I just don't want to fucking do anything. <laughs> I just don't want to do anything. Um, I had to scream at my therapist, basically, just like I feel like shit all the time, and she was mm-hmm. like, "That's that's regular. That's how everyone feels." <laughs> That's allowed for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I I know that a lot of people think this kind of thing is creepy, like making real people in The Sims. And I had an ex boyfriend told me not to make him in The Sims, but <laughs> I I I do love creating little virtual versions of my friends and like having them to hang out, like and just see how they bounce off each other. I know uh, Austin used to play this game that I just found when I was trying to find my copy of bravely default in my 3ds uh the tomodachi life oh yeah oh well i i less played it so much as did the thing that you're doing which is i let myself live in my friends tomodachi lives and then spectated as much as possible i don't maybe i didn't i think i primarily maybe i did play it god i watched so much of other people playing yeah. it with me in it that i don't remember if i played it or not which is saying something yeah, I I remember a lot of that. I feel like I played that game before I got it, right? Like, right. I feel like I was looking up different versions of people in Tomodachi life singing, like, weird songs. Right, like I forgot that. about that stuff. Remember, I'm God, remember Tomodachi life? Man, that game rules. I should whip that out, except my other ex-boyfriend is in that version of Tomodachi life. But you I think I was married to... I can I can fuck I can get rid of him. I was married to my version of Rami Malek, so that's wow. fine. Yeah. <laughs> They should make another one of those and make it less homophobic. They uh, should, though. But they should make another one of those. They could do <laughs> they both should. of those things. Yeah. They should absolutely do that because it it was, I mean, it's a toy more so yes. than a game, I, I think. It's a, I don't want to get into the, into the, we did a, such a big semantics uh, conversation on a Monday's pod about something else. I don't want to fall into semantics. What? what I do know but is. fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we could do it again. <laughs> it's true. We could. Um, the the I think Tomodachi Life should deserves a second a second go around with uh, especially I think a lot of the stuff that you see in Animal Crossing like communities popping up would suggest that Tomodachi Life would also get some wild shit um, in terms of the way the the fan base like adopts it. Um, yeah, but that would be really really sick. Again, uh, Tomodachi Life is another Nintendo game, and they're sort of area of design philosophy where they just try to obscure as much of how the game works as possible to you mm-hmm. so you you can figure out how why things occur or like why people love or hate certain foods and stuff like that i'm sure data miners have discovered every single like algorithmic way that this game works but part of the magic is that it's supposed to surprise you it's supposed to make you feel delight uh, Animal Crossing, I think, is the other big example of that sort of Nintendo design philosophy, where mm-hmm. the point is the surprise. The point is that it's obscure and esoteric. Totally. I feel like that this- sort of, I mean, this is something I've been noticing in Animal Crossing fandom, too, though, is that that runs counter to, like, a lot of the, the Western gamer mindset, where the idea is that you Shit. unravel every single yeah. aspect of the thing. Yeah. My bells are at 51. <sighs> Yeah, I just had to sell him. I didn't went up to one seventy six, and like, 
The, I'm committed. I got I'm gonna find. Spike. I I believe. I believe in the heart of the bells. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna sell these turnips for over 500 in the next 36 hours. It's gonna happen. You know what? I believe in you. We're recording believe- this on Thursday. I'm not gonna make a mistake and try to sell them on Sunday. I know that the, the terms end on Saturday <laughs> night. I know we're good. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, you're just trusting in the invisible hand of the stock market. I'm trusting in my ability to find a friend or a random person <laughs> on the internet with a good yeah. weight. Yeah. That's, That's what they don't tell you about the invisible hand of the market, buddy. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not invisible. It's all backroom deals. It's I was all say, no. it's just obscured. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like yeah it's not invisible. It's just market. obscured. Yeah. One uh-huh. time when I was in high school, uh, my friend was like, yo, check out the Wikipedia page for the invisible hand of the market. And someone had gone and just vandalated it so it just always every time it's an invisible hand of the market it said invisible unicorn of the market instead <laughs> god <laughs> what um what else what else is going on so so i, well, I we, did have i talk a lot always no, you're good thank you but i i do want to mention one more thing quickly because i i know that by the time you're listening to this episode the finale will have aired but i've been watching the alex garland show devs oh how I, is that i, I fucking rules i know this is not a video game but it's like slightly related so the premise of the show is that there's a woman lily whose boyfriend sergey works for a tech company called uh, amaya which is run by this guy forrest who is played by ron swanson nick offerman that's his name Mm -hmm. um nick offerman delivering a truly masterclass performance he's actually a really wonderful actor um and allison pill is also his like creepy right-hand woman so Sergey gets into a program at Amaya called Devs. He is there for one day. He sees something in the code that utterly terrifies him and throws up in the bathroom. And then uh, Allison Pill and uh, Nick Offerman have him murdered for stealing code. Lily doesn't know that this happens, but she's like, "Where the my boyfriend disappeared after working at Devs for one day. What What's going on? And she goes off in pursuit of what happened to him. It turns out the show is actually about just whether or not we have free will and like the concept of determinism. Hmm. I don't want to ruin the thing that they have in devs too, too much, but it is related to whether or not the, the universe is deterministic. And like, that is the question that we're barreling into in the finale. Uh, I absolutely fucking love this show. And I think everyone if you have an interest in the sort of questions that this show is asking, you should absolutely check it out. It's got some really, really good performances from some really unusual actors as well. Um, one of the developers in Devs, hang on, is, uh, what's his name? I should look up people's names before I do this. Uh, no, we do this all the time. This happens. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is how we do This This is podcast, right? This, this is, is podcast. This is podcast. The baby... Now that's podcasting. I thought you were saying the name of the person. I thought you were like, uh, their name is Baby, uh, (laughs) which is not the case. Um, Let's see. Wonderful actor Jin Ha, who's also in it. Uh, Let's see. Stephen McKinley Henderson plays a programmer in Devs. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know who this guy is. He's just a fucking incredible, and he just plays. Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. Like an elderly black man. (laughs) <laughs> he's really is like a plus like an elderly black programmer who uh is like a very much like a San Francisco type of guy mm-hmm. uh who like is 
rich works in a dev you know works in a developer and is rich but lives in like a trailer under a bridge because he prefers it that way because he is able to prefer it that way because he already has lots of money but nonetheless like understands he is complicit in a system that devastates like a lot of and like changes the world without the permission of the citizens of the world on a regular basis so I really like that. They have this uh, genderqueer character, Lyndon, who ended up being one of the more fascinating characters in the show. Allison Pill has really cornered the market on creepy super genius, I have to say. And uh, <laughs> just as well as that, like, the music just slaps in every fucking episode. Yeah. On the first episode, they play Congregation by Low, which has just become one of my favorite songs to listen to right now. It's such a beautiful, meditative, like... Not quite a dirge, but just like something you can drift away on. It held the whole show has that quality of being slightly outside of reality, where you get to disengage from the drama that's happening in your life and into this fantastical world that, while it is reflective of our own world, is uh, just slightly different. I've just described the concept of magical realism. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think it? Um, how do you how do you think it it stands up next to Garland's previous like film work? I think he should do TV more. Really? You actually like this more than Ex Machina or Annihilation then in terms of just like... You... I mean, I think Annihilation is his best movie. Um, I think Ex Machina is really good. But what this does is... You know how people were like really like, oh my God, there's just so such a funny dance scene in the middle of Ex Machina. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, In devs, there's so much of that. Just like very awkward human interactions. There's a very good scene with this character, Jamie, who is Lily's ex. And Jamie is just sitting in this apartment playing uh, Dark Souls silently. And they've established Jamie as a guy who never got over Lily when they broke up and is like kind of pathetic. There's this very funny joke scene where he meticulously cleans his apartment for a full minute of screen time. And then when he closes, he closes the door, he slams it too hard. And his like collection of antique teacups falls on the floor and shatters. And like that is just what his life is like. So he's sitting there playing Dark Souls and he's, he, you know, he just dies. And there's this moment where he, there's just like one beat and he looks at the screen as it says, you died. And he just says, I died. And it's so, so <laughs> funny. Like in that moment, Lily like breaks in through the window, which is just perfect. Right. There's um, nobody. Part of the thing of the show seems to be saying is that no one that works in tech knows how to talk like a human being which is very, very funny to me. It, it delights in sort of mocking, putting the people that work in tech next to people that actually live in the world and showing how far the disconnect is between what you think about when you live in the tech world and you only think about tech stuff and you like only think about Silicon Valley day in, day out. And what's it like to just be a human being? Mm-hmm. And like what that does to you, how it fucks up your brain. It's... It's uh, worth it, I think, for some of the performances alone. I, I think by being in a television show format, Garland gets a chance to luxuriate in these human interactions in a way that his movies don't really allow him to, where you get a lot of slow, quiet scenes of Lily and Jamie just talking about what the hell should, they should do, where you learn a lot about the characters and what their motivations are through those conversations. And you know, there's the it goes out of its way to throw characters at each other that wouldn't interact normally, create like heightened situations where you get to have deep philosophical conversations 
Jamie and Forrest have this incredible conversation in the back half of the show. I never thought those two characters would meet. I just, I really admire it because it allows him to just go maximalist. He doesn't have to cut anything. Mm, He gets to have every little weird, elegant side plot fully develop and then wrap up. It's, it's amazing because a lot of the time, I think when film people go to TV, they end up doing one too many things. But this is like the perfect amount of television for an eight episode television show. I, I feel I'm ready for the finale and I don't think anything needs to be tied up except for the one big thing that they're going to tie up. And I'm very excited. And that wraps up like today, right? Wraps up today. Or like today is recording. Yeah, today we're recording. So if you're listening to this, all eight episodes are out and the weekend's about to start. So have fun. <laughs> so have fun. It's on Hulu and FX. Yeah, Hulu and right. FX. I I want to live in the alternate universe where this show ended up being like a smash hit. It came out right as soon as people were shut at quarantining. Mm. And I think if we, we had not gone into quarantine, the questions that this show asks would have been more easy to think about. I still think that the question of whether we live in a deterministic universe, whether or not we have free will, like what defines free will, what defines randomness, like, why do we live in the world that we live in is, like, a still a very interesting question to ask philosophically. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, a little bit harder. That didn't stop becoming interesting, yeah. like, because we're stuck inside, but... It's just a little bit harder to think about that when I also am thinking about how I just want to run down the block screaming every day. Sure. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, Kato, is there anything you want to you wanna shout out here? Um, yeah, I can shout out this small, uh, this game I've played called In Other Waters. Um, that has, like, a really, really, really sharp look, and I it, keep meaning to take a look at it. And, yeah. And it's haven't yet. aesthetics through the roof, uh, and it's, um, very calm. It's weirdly calming aesthetics, even though what you are. So what it is is, um, essentially, uh... I would call it, it's like in the visual novel space, uh, because what it is, is that you have this kind of UI where you're, um, in, you, you are like a, uh, supposedly an AI in like a a deep diving suit in like the future. Um, and you get, uh, turned on and the person who turned, who turned you on is like talking to you. And that's the only kind of dialogue that there is is this person kind of uh, interacting with you as the suit. Um, okay. And what you do is you can, um, you, you like move around the, this like topographical map of like underwater. Um, and it's very simple, just like topographical map. And then like symbols that mean like this symbol is like uh, a, a geographical, there's like a little triangle that means there's a geographical um or a geological like uh, uh, feature there that you can click on, and then you can move to that feature. Just the um, map. The 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 thing that you're exploring is like almost like a a simple two or three color like radar scope, or like sonar sonar map of kind of, of underwater, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. It's got like the it's got the like um, elevation like lines. Have you ever seen those? Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of like simple line kind of space that you're looking at. And this UI is basically just showing you different meters. Like you have oxygen and battery meters, but none of this has really come into play as much as like has been aesthetic so far. 
it's more about kind of this person finding the suit on what is the first world with extraterrestrial life. Oh, interesting. Uh, um, and apparently the person who owned the suit before had sent out a, a signal being like, hey, come here. But like that person's <laughs> missing. Uh, I'm only like 30 minutes into the game. But um, so far, I think I've actually clicked on everything in this UI. So I think I've had all of the possible interactions uh, within this at least. And it's most and it's mostly like you see this person, the person in the suit is taking this very interesting um, kind of view of the animals and flora and fauna underwater where they seem unafraid of anything. <laughs> it's huh. like, oh, go take a go take a sample of that thing. And nothing has like attacked yet. It's been fine, but it's But you're talking like, about like alien sharks and Yeah, and she's like chill with Whoa, them. you're really gonna like there's like this weird giant alien uh like coral stalk that's moving and you think getting close to it without being cautious is fine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like a very interesting kind of viewpoint. But you, you end up taking samples of things and those items do uh, refill your oxygen. But given the way that it's kind of playing out as far as w- what your choices are for movement so far, it doesn't feel like any of that is actually... It feels like narrative matter and not uh, mechanical in like a way where you're going to have to like deal with... Um, actually um keeping an eye on those uh like your oxygen and battery and stuff right it's not like a Um, resource management game or like there's no crafting there's no right is there there's no inventory of items outside of well the the samples that you get information okay are definitely are like these items um but part of it's just like feels like the way that it gives you these things even like after like there's like there's like very obvious tutorial section, but then after that, like it keeps giving you these things in a way where I feel like I haven't hit any conflict that way of like having right. to actually worry about those things. And it feels more like this is a kind of look at exploration and science in a weird way that like all the like collecting those samples and refilling it is more like narrative like things to chew on narratively than to yeah. to be like that's not that's not the play here. The play here is like you're this AI and you're you can respond to this person in only yes and no. Mm. And and through kind of small choices of like you have like a left or a right uh Y crossing basically and you can go one way or the other. Things like that are the only mm-hmm. ways you like respond. Um so that's kind of interesting. And then of course the story of like where did the person who sent out the original um like distress signal go and all of that is kind of more the the driving force of of this so far. Um gotcha. But um yeah, it's it's very very slow um and very kind of the way that you move is so like it's like five different clicks of like doing a scan, choosing a thing after that scan, setting your uh vector to that scan and then hitting go to walk along this vector. Um, and the soundtrack and the, the visuals and the UI is also super like meditative where you just kind of get into a zone and like, it kind of like the only thing that breaks you out is this occasional dialogue, um, which makes the like speaking stand out in a way because you, you like kind of forget that there's a person there, but like you're the one doing all the movements. It's like, it's weird. It's like they're locked out of the control. So they have to talk to the AI in order to get it to do anything. (laughs) 
Um, and the, the instructions early on are just like, go north. Like, I need to go north. That's where the base is. Um, and so you just have to make your way around. But then they'll like, uh, Can you be like, again. no. Can you just like go south instead? Yeah, or absolutely. And I did for a while. Wait, so that means you, could you burn through all your oxygen in a situation like that? I, I don't think so because I eventually hit a wall. That's okay. kind of the way this feels like. It's like um, there are like choices that will eventually lead down to the same path. But like, I think I got some side information as far as like there were other there's there's like a new type of reef stock that the person like commented on and like that stuff hasn't wrapped back around narratively yet but like i'm very early on so um it it definitely feels like the i haven't reached a choice that has been so like that like i don't know what what was down the other path yet you know it's usually like something circles back around or like um there's a dead end you have to backtrack so um it's like very it's so calming though in the very real like meditative way um which i think is good for these times yeah definitely so i'm definitely gonna dip in and just like you know I'm, I'm curious as to where that 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 story that narrative goes but um yeah i'll definitely check back in on like where this where this all where this is all headed but yeah yeah, let me know. I, it's been on my. It has been on my list of things to check out. I know it's on. It's, is it already on Switch, or is it just still coming to Switch? I think it might just be coming to Switch. Okay. So let me double. You're playing it. on PC, right? Yes, I'm on PC. Uh, um, got it on Steam. It feels extremely like a good In before other bed. Waters, absolutely. Uh, actually, yes. it came out. It, did. it came out on Switch. It's out on Switch. Okay, nice. Yes. So it feels like a good like before bed, chill out. You know. Yeah. Explore yep. the ocean depths, which yeah. maybe is not so chilling out for some people. It's but. just like it doesn't even feel like ocean depths to a certain degree. It's just like mm. blue niceness. Because like, yeah, I had the Love same nice thought too. It's like whenever I was like, oh, I don't want to deal with um, possibly drowning. That's always terrifying. But it's yeah. like so such a like side thing like that oxygen gauge never gets hasn't gotten low yet so like i'll let you know if that ever goes into the tor- a horror way but something about the aesthetic uh at the beginning feels like it's not what this game is going to be about okay um i'll get back to you if it if it makes a fucking turn but uh i don't think it will yeah all right well uh with that said that's going to do it for us this week i hope everyone has a good weekend all said um uh as always let's try to stay safe out there um, you can follow everything we do, twitter.com slash waypoint, waypointadvice.com. You can send questions to gaming at vice.com. I planned on reading some of your questions today, unfortunately, because of the way being a contracted uh, employee at a media company works. Every three months or so, you briefly lose access to your email while they have to rush to renew your contract. <laughs> so uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. Just to be clear, everything's fine. Just I'm in that blip where I don't have access to my email today. So that's good. Um, so also if you emailed me today and you didn't get a response or it bounced back, that is why it bounced back. Uh, everything else is, is totally fine. Don't worry about it. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you, Kato? At A underscore Kato underscore appears. And you, Gita. At XOXO Gossip Gita. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, shout out to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to send them out on. I, I guess that's it. I, I don't have anything else to shout out. I hope everyone stays safe. 
There's always fuck. I haven't checked my turn of prices, Kyle. I'll link. It's <laughs> going to be bad. It's going to be like 61. There's trash. My, my turn of prices are going to be trash, okay? I'm so uh, sorry. Hit us up if you have good turn. Do not hit us up if you have turn, good turn of prices. Actually, <laughs> mm, uh, mm, kombucha.gif. People have <laughs> really come through so much with the good cat picks that, like, honestly, hits up got to good turn of prices. Oh, I thought you were going the other way. I thought you were saying, like, people who sent us good cat picks means that the, people, that the listeners have already paid their due, have already shown right. us yeah. adequate affection. They don't what need I to also. have learned is, like, you can't stop people from doing like nice shit like it really you you can try you can yeah. really try you can tell them please like i don't like i get enough kindness in the world and like i'm really doing okay I'm like you don't gotta I do it feel they will better. insist on doing nice shit for you it's weird because like i would feel better if i mean i could obviously you, you tip your tip your people who have good turn up prices and are letting you come through and sell but i wish i, I wish it was just automatic i wish it was a thing where it was like Hey, if you have a lot of people who sell stuff to your town, then you get to upgrade your shop quicker or something. You know what I mean? Mm. That would be, I would feel better about taking advantage of people <laughs> who are offering me their good turnip prices if I knew they were like getting, getting uh, like something on, on in the deal and not just like wasting their time for me. You know, it's just, listen, I, I, I got that Catholic school guilt. I'm never going to get rid of it. <laughs> Everything is going to be about my personal failure. So that's, it is what it is. Um, and with that deep in mind, <laughs> fuck capitalism, go home, peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So should we just restart this podcast? Yeah, what are we doing? I mean, all this goes is after. I mean, some of this stuff will go after, obviously. (laughs) I think a little bit of this. Uh, Gita has not responded. We could just... Okay. No, that doesn't. Nothing about this bodes bodes well. No, I still have the backup, so I can do the edit the way I did yeah. last time. Yeah. But yeah. Here, we should. Uh... How about this? How about I throw to a break, and then I say, and then we start up again. And then we'll see. We'll give it five minutes. Yeah. And then I can start up again, and we can just do the back half yeah, of this podcast. Take an actual break if we have to. Yeah. The... Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Let me turn my fucking audacity. I had this moment where I thought I figured out a solution that was good, which was just like, uh-huh. oh, what if my monitor has has USB ports? That's a thing that happened. No, no, Damn. no. I spent I spent Damn. like five minutes trying to get this thing plugged into. Sometimes I thought it was a USB port, but it was an HDMI cable port. Of course, it was. Sometimes they do right. have USB ports, and sometimes keyboards have USB. I like ports. totally. Neither of mine do.
Yeah. What? I like to your attempt to include yeah. Mina in this shot. <laughs> well, hold on. Does this thing have a hinge? Uh, what I'm going to end up doing is moving you over there. That way I can look at you like this, and that'll help at least a little bit. Nice. Um, I'm realizing rapidly <sighs> that I need a second monitor at home, and I just don't have the fucking space for it. Uh, you, don't, yeah. all, you don't. At all, at all. <laughs> I live in New York. It's very <laughs> useful, though. It's very like, useful. What I if I get back. one that Me is either. like vertical? What if I just stack yeah. them? Yeah. Top on top, ultra wide. Yeah, uh, join me. Fuck. Join the revolution. Join the, the ultra wide revolution. But it would be the only thing that fits in this space. <laughs> it's just I That's need just more silence. screen. Yeah. There you go. You do. You deserve it. Uh, you know, draft A open. Reference By the materials time... to the other tile. I should turn oh, myself down a little bit. Am I peeking out? Whoa! Wait a second. Yeah, this quarantine is over. I'm gonna have a fucking gamer chair. I'm gonna yeah. have. I'm gonna be taking gamer fuel. Yeah. I'm gonna be in it. I downloaded Thanks. Warzone so I can play with the motherboard boys. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like becoming um, a real gamer, guy. Finally. Finally. Um, that's great. My <laughs> audacity hates that I plugged in this camera. One second. Logi. Check. Check. There, there we, we go. go. Now we're good. Yeah, yeah that is what this is. is. Why? Did it just say a lot? Oh, it says it <laughs> in the bottom of my fucking thing? thing? Yeah. How do I turn off the water stamp? Uh, what? You have to go to the Logitech capture, turn it off in there. That's and they don't put, put that, that on. on. Yeah. Oh, but I hate the Logitech. <laughs> no source selected. I also hate this thing. <laughs> was it just doing stuff? Yeah, it just yeah. swapped. It was like no source selected. It uh, was like so you funny. gracefully transitioned in a Twitch stream, but it was just uh, But it was just going to... to... Yeah. See, that's, that's that, the funny. Logitech Capture is the app that this computer can't run because it is on an old OS. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I love technology, man. Isn't it I great? Love it. love it. Love to have a computer. Check this out. I can put a border on me. Damn. Hit us with that. Wow. Now you know you're in a picture frame. I'm in a picture frame now. I live... <laughs> hey, check this out. Boom, what's Damn. good? It's waypoint. That's Shit. kind of a waypoint color. It's aqua. I could just drop the waypoint color in here if I wanted to. Oh, you can I don't know how color? to turn this off. And that's, yeah. They let you There's definitely a color. watermark, like, t t tick box I remember seeing in the app. Because I like, can you, I Hello. use that. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Fuck. Hello. I'm, I'm like this out, now. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Tripping, 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 tripping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Yo, this. is Austin oh. Oh, God. in a, a grime music video from 2002? Okay. Yeah, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish I had a pocket. Uh, I wish I had a pocket bust of rhymes. If I had a pocket bust of rhymes, I would make this. Oh, just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is old timey, I guess. Yeah, it's supposed. Why to be are like... there these filters? These filters are terrible. Those filters are fucking awful. They're God. really bad. This one's the best one. Yeah. Uh, that one honestly rips. That one. Oh, none of them right. have names. None of Tokiwa them have names. <laughs> <laughs> Good, thank you. Turn off filter. Okay. Um, I'm gonna move y'all over here. One second. God, what if I did? I'm gonna look at ultra wide monitors. I actually was thinking about what I should do with my Trump bucks. Oh, I got you. No, get, I got you. Bucks. Don't even. Zach, of course you do. Shit. <laughs> Here, let me pull up my uh, let me pull up the uh, document I created. 
It has have, a matrix. I have like a matrix? four thousand dollars burning a hole in my pocket right now. If I don't buy one extravagant thing, I'm gonna go crazy and buy the stupidest shit. So like, I think an ultra wide monitor is about as far as I can go. Plus, also like this monitor is just like a, a, a mediocre, like a twenty one inch Acer. It's like fine, you know. I, mm-hmm. I can use a better monitor. Yeah, I'm using that same thing, the the standard ass a- yeah, Asus the, whatever. The, they're all on the Amazon. <laughs> I need a new. I put my 32 inch TV as a monitor, which is that is all. So I have a TV monitor as my second monitor. That rocks. My first, it's I can see too many of the pixels because I sit too close to it. So I'm gonna, yeah. I think I'm gonna get like a 30 inch actual monitor with probably a higher resolution for computers. This use. is my, my <laughs> like actual tv is just on my desk right. i have a gigantic old school desk and have a what at 40 whatever inch tv on this desk Damn. so nice. uh, it's that's, huge that's amazing. It's, it's very it, the thing is it, it does not like so it's a 4k tv but it does not like to be in 4k i don't i don't like to have it on 4k mm-hmm. on my as my secondary monitor because it's just like everything is extremely Small. tiny you can, yeah. obviously you can bring it up but at that point like what am i doing um, though I will sometimes put it in 4K mode just to watch like 4K movies, um, right, right? Which is nice, but uh, or like obviously when I play games, it goes into that mode. But um, but it takes up so much space. If I didn't happen to have a gigantic de- desk already, right. then it would be impossible. Wait, what is this spreadsheet about? Is this about monitors? Yeah, it's a monitor spreadsheet. Uh, that sounds like where a is this? Can you me. send this? <laughs> I also you, need a monitor to, to replace for, this TV. I'll forward it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cause um, yeah, this TV is a little too big. Oh, oh no! You have to run the thing. You have to run the logi. You uh-huh. can't close. Yeah. Are you for real? Mm-hmm. What I year f- is it? <laughs> Wait, <do you laughs> Why does it say XSplit? Wait, what was that? It it's just it has it has it must be running through XSplit. It must have. I think here's the thing. With here's the thing. I think the you can do. I think is you can close Logi, but I think what you have to do is change the camera input on Discord because it shows up as two different things. It's like the camera on its own and then Logitech capture. Is the its camera on its own was not working at all. Yeah. So. See, that's the thing. I don't. That's why. That's what happened with mine. I, it's the same okay. thing. It won't work on well, its own. Run Logi. You just gotta. God run. bless that I spent too much money on this computer last year. <laughs> Fucking nonsense. All right. Build a PC, they say. Yeah. Everyone's like, build a PC, it's easy. It's have a not... computer. Just have a computer. <laughs> Things work, you know? They work the way that you intend them to on the first time, and you don't have to find insane workarounds to get things to work the way that they're supposed to. No. Thank you so much, Rob Zachney, for <sighs> the spreadsheet. I forwarded it to your vice email, Kata. Thank you. There you go. Um... People helping people. I feel so, like I'm entering a new stage of quarantine where I'm going to be very giddy and silly. I feel like that's around mm, the corner mm, for me and mm. also for everyone, and I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Giddy. giddy. I would love to get to giddy. Look, I last <laughs> night I was like fondly reminiscing about how like the first class, X-Men first class, how good the internet was when that movie came out because the fandom was really good and not obnoxious, but also just like 
everyone liked that movie so the fandom's jokes became everyone's jokes and the fanfic was all really good mm. i thought of this because for no reason i watched the x-men dark phoenix movie the canonical end of that series is eric and charles xavier move in together charles bursts into tears when eric lyncher offers him to like play chess in the streets of paris it's the most romantic That's thing i've cute. ever seen for that. wait that's the end of dark <laughs> phoenix that's the end of is that dark movie phoenix, so wait dark phoenix sucked right it's not it a not? good. It's a very boring. Um, <laughs> mind you, mind you, Gita, I love the garbage. Like, oh man! At, like Wolverine goes to Tokyo. I watched that shit. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think you might awesome. enjoy this one because there's uh, uh, Ansel Elgort is a pitch perfect Cyclops. Like he's he's exactly how I picture Cyclops to be in a way that no other actor has captured. It's, I mean, in the way that he's a dweeb. He's like a yeah. total dweeb. At what? So the back half of the movie is uh, Charles Xavier and Beast team up to kill Jean Grey because she accidentally murdered uh, Mystique. So it's Damn. just like Mystique's two ex-girlfriends, <laughs> ex-boyfriends, like turn up to murder a girl. And like, Magneto is so dead set on killing a teenager. Like, <laughs> what? It's so funny. And just like at one point, Ansel Elgort in like the most cyclops tone of voice it's hard to describe but he just like with no leverage whatsoever just barges up to magneto like a i don't know like a young republican is like if you touch gene i'll fucking kill you and it's the only fuck that's said in that movie and then he goes to cyclops wow it's perfect though he would completely fly off the handle in that situation damn uh, anyway i deeply enjoyed it because i love x-men it's not good. It's interesting, especially how they tried to do the Shi'ar stuff, which like has never made sense and isn't good. So I don't know why they did it. Wait, the Shi'ar in there? Yeah, man. J- J- Jessica Chastain is like the the Shi'ar lady. They they did the the space cosmic force version, but isn't of, of the Dark Phoenix. And it just it's too much shit to put in one movie. Well, what like, was that is the gonna say it was like I thought Phoenix. I thought all the cosmic shit was still with Marvel proper. No, they didn't have the Dark Phoenix cosmic shit. Well, they don't call it the Phoenix Force hmm. specifically. They never say Phoenix. Hmm. <laughs> it's really weird how they did it. Like they go out of like they could have just done like the coming of age thing because this gene is younger than Famke Jansen was when they did it the first time. Mm-hmm. But they specifically don't really do that. They they have like a lot of Sophie Turner what she does is either look like an impassive god which like that she looks she's really good at that <laughs> or uh like cry and talk about how her emotions are making her weak. But then oh, she Jesus. decides that her emotions make her strong at the end. Okay. So, oh, all right. That's yeah. Good. Great. So Unexpected. it's just like there's no real arc <laughs> for her or any character. <laughs> it's really just a lot of people doing things with like no motivation. Wow. That's one really good fight scene, though. Like, uh, <laughs> just the one. Really, just there's one. Well, it's the one where Magneto shows up. All mm. of his fight scenes are good because, uh, Michael Fassbender, despite his face really getting, I mean, he had a really good run for two years, like the most sexy man in the world. And it's just, it faded very quickly. He doesn't look like that. He 
more. But he's still so built in his physicality. Like, his background as a theater actor is very clear whenever he has to do, like, the the Magneto stuff because his understanding of the physical space and, like, how he interacts with things that don't necessarily exist is, like, really good. I always nice. love seeing theater actors just do superhero movies. Can you tell I haven't, like, talked to anyone other than my roommates for a long time? <laughs> <No. laughs> really needed to be on the podcast today yeah i missed you kato how are you i'm okay Ugh. you know how 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 can we all be right as okay as things can be basically um yeah you know just playing games i feel like yeah. that every day is the same now i don't know what day it is normally if it weren't yeah. for my computer telling me <laughs> It really, it do be like that, man. I really huh. don't know fucking anything anymore. I've been streaming Final Fantasy Remake, which is fun. That sounds nice. Yeah. I should watch you stream. Yeah, I should and come by. You on. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Streaming is fun. It is the only other people I talk to. Well, I mean, I talk to my friends, but something about that is also different. Yeah. Everyone's it's... busy. It's always like in small chunks. Everyone's busy in the weirdest way because we yeah. all already a lot of my friends are illustrators, so they're all already freelance and you know, they're all like working still, but things like ha haven't have and haven't changed for them a little bit, but uh, you know. Yeah. 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 I uh I finally went outside. Things are different, man. I, I didn't really hit until I went outside for the first time in, like, many weeks. Like, people act different. I saw a runner with a mask on, and for some reason that was the thing that really blew my mind. Yeah. Which is like, woof, okay. We're this here. applies to even things I was not really thinking about at all. Uh -huh. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, I found a bandana. Now, now it, there's an executive order. So here we are. Anyway, I'm Gita. I'm <laughs> simply Gita, and that's the only thing that's ever been true. I told myself I would watch more movies, <laughs> and I haven't. I, I did really good for one week, and then I was that like, was, I was so mad. I was so mad. <sighs> the Met Opera offering their operas for free on the internet but on oh, a limited man. basis what it's like every night there's a new one that they put up and then they take it down 24 hours later and put up a new one okay i understand that but that's also really stupid yeah i i hate it i want to what is stupid what's i missed what was stupid? <laughs> it's it's good and bad the met opera is putting up the recordings of their operas up for free but only for like yeah. a span of 24 hours or something. And then they take it down and put up a new one. And so like, what, two weeks ago, like they started this like three weeks ago. And two, the second week in was the fucking uh, Rheingold, the, the, the Ring Saga, the Wagner. Yeah. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to finally watch that. I heard that production was cool. And then, I don't know, time escaped me. I didn't know what day it was ever. And I've, Looked back, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a thing that I should have done with my time. You know, watch some opera. But yeah. 
I've missed it, and because they took it all down, I can't see it anymore. And now it's gone. It was free. Yeah. The fucking would have been so fucking expensive to see it, but it's free. Fucked up. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sorry. This week you they're know doing a Madama butterfly. Huh? This week they're doing Madama butterfly, but uh, oh. Rob was saying something, and then we were talking no, at the same time. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say. Madama butterfly's good. Yeah, I've never seen it. I know it's racist, but I've heard it's great. So it's, I know it's racist, and I missed Rasalka. Um, but I also signed up for the Criterion Channel streaming thing, and it—I it, mean, it rips. It's really good. Um, I, I immediately filled up my list of movies with like 30, 30 different movies. Yeah, the I've... um the Columbia Noir collection they've got right now rules, and so does the Mifune collection. It's Ooh, unreal. Yeah. The thing I need to do is I need to dig into that Von Sydow collection, but the problem is this. Bergman intimidates me. Why? Yeah. Because uh, there's so like... such a reputation as serious films, and not like, just watch not them. happy ones. Not, just watch you know them. What I mean? You're good. I promise. <laughs> I mean, you, okay. you go, he doesn't have to, he doesn't, it, you have watched Films by other equally serious and sad filmmakers, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I know your heart, but I, you know, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, I do. I just, I just like something to go with my popcorn sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, I know, yeah, I know yeah. you do sometimes. I know that's Harry Lime season. All right, well then, okay. Here, here's what here's what I'm gonna say. You should start. I don't, I don't know if it's on there. Let me see if it's on there. Um, start your Bergman with. I don't see it on here, which means it's probably not on here. Uh, yes, it is. Start with uh, Fanny and Alexander, um, okay. which is which fits inside of a filmmaking uh, lineage or or you know kind of one. It's from the eighties, so it's all you're already like okay, this is a different thing from yeah. what you think of as Bergman. Um, it's beautiful. It's uh, it's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of spaces in it that are densely set in terms of in terms of the set dressing. Um, there's lots of urban spaces. Again, lots of things that you don't don't come to mind with Bergman. Um, it's a it's a sort of generational story. Uh, I think it, it it it's in conversation or other things that are in conversation with it include things like a serious man uh, or um, Avalon, um, uh, the style of of family drama um, that that is very interested in showing you the house. Um, there is a, an entire, like, you should watch it because I think that it is a, a, a great way to get the bits of Bergman's filmmaking that you're, that you are afraid of, yeah. but through a fundamentally warm and familiar and even sometimes magical, um, uh, like historical drama. Um, so I think that that is your, okay. that is your, your go-to. Yeah. That is my, it, I'm not saying it doesn't have dark stuff in it. Right. But like uh or sad stuff in it it absolutely does but i think the fundamental um the fundamental through line there you will come away feeling pretty positive i haven't seen it in a decade but it's it touched me so deeply that i was like this is the one so this is anyway. i fucking love movies man That's movies are good cool. movies are good I started watching on the Criterion channel a movie I'd never heard of before from Todd Haynes called Safe, and I thought it's truly a remarkable film. I, I saw, I read I, David Roth's thing on it and almost watched it. It's really, really good. Um, it's very slow. It wasn't quite what it was in the mood for that night, Ooh. but I remember just being transfixed by, um, what's her name? Uh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
two stars in the movie. What's her name? Uh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore's Ooh. performance as just like the most ignored woman in the universe is really, really good. She has this tiny, soft little baby voice. She only talks at this volume the whole movie. <laughs> and it's just like this really intense character study of a woman who's just completely ignored by everyone around her. No- nothing about her is like there's nothing she gets no positive reinforcement from anyone in her life and like it's just about her slowly like becoming allergic to the entire world and not having anyone that has any desire to help her god and it's beautiful looking it is such a monument to that sort of mid 90s capital like the aesthetics like capitalist aesthetics like everything's cream and mint and like there's gauzy shades that you know filter the sunlight through it's very much an ode to a particular kind of aesthetic of richness of that time which i haven't thought about in a long time but i really it's really good movies fucking rock movies they're good movies rock movies rock rock gita i love that mug turn it around let me look at its front thank you that's yep. very good. Oh, that's, that's exactly good, what I thought was That's what you for. hope. That's what you. That's what you hope yeah. to see. Amazing. I've made this room very aesthetic because <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to be in it all of the time. Your room and... is like a very good Animal Crossing bedroom. So thank I'm you. Here for it. I'm here. Oh for my god! It. Let me show you the thing. So my boyfriend has this comically large poster for the movie The Master that I make fun of him for all the time. But I want you to know that I bought that is this a statement print. poster. For it, it's it's as large as me he got a theatrical like a movie theater poster Damn. not knowing it and when it showed up he he showed it to me by literally throwing it on top of me and it covered my entire body it was very funny <laughs> so when i got this poster i thought it was an eight and a half by 11 because only 15 dollars. so i want you to understand how i don't know where i'm gonna put this and i suddenly feel so much closer to my boyfriend now that's good what listen <laughs> just get it framed yeah there's your second monitor <laughs> put it on your desk massive poster of weed leaves like this is am good, i really actually. like that i mean it fits in with the rest of the decor though yeah yeah that's, that's the up. thing it's the right the aesthetic thing. it's the absolute right aesthetic <laughs> But what the fuck, man? It's so big. And, like, if my parents ever come to visit me again, they're never going to stop making fun of me. <laughs> they will make fun of you a lot for that one. It's true. Yep. My dad will just <laughs> fucking lose it. <laughs> um, all right. Are we ready to do a podcast after 30 minutes of chatting? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> me, me taking a phone call and... I don't know. I'm wiped out. I've been out recording this, this whole last time. So yeah, like... me too. Me too. This is all going. How far really into sure. Seventh Seal are we? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. We should do a time that is. <laughs> I'm already fucking there. <laughs> good. Good. I was not. Oh, I was shit. prepared this one time. This oh, time, one no time. other time. This one time. Yes. I've been ready. You must... waiting for it. You must have been warned against letting the golden hours slip by, but some of them are golden only because we let them slip by. J.M. Barry. Damn. Damn. Wow. True. Sometimes shout I outs. do feel like I don't that. Know, I don't know anything about James Matthew Barry, so oh. I don't want to be like shout outs. But... <laughs> There's uh, one good poem by What's This Guy? That's the guy that did uh, 
Well, he's the, the, one of those poets that hates women. I don't know. He's the one in the 60s. Pro- probably. Bukowski. Yeah, Bukowski. Bukowski. One yeah. Who- <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who told me that I should read The Women by Bukowski. It's a great book. And, he, and I read it, and it was just like, uh, man, I'm cheating on my girlfriend, and she hates that I'm cheating on her. Uh, women are so crazy. <laughs> that's the whole fucking book. That's the whole book. Yeah, like- that sounds like Bukowski to me. Anyway, there was like this, some good phrases in there, but probably not worth it to yeah, deal with it, the misogyny. I didn't finish it because I was just like, no, all of good. the entire book is about hating. I've women. not read. I've read some of his poetry. I've not read the book in which he hates women called "The Women." Which... Yeah. <laughs> um, I, there's one good line from a poem of his that I like. I do like his poetry. That it's just ah yes, some lives were made to be wasted. It's that's like, the same. That's the same beautiful. quote as this J.M. Barry one, just yeah, 60s instead of. 1890s or whatever. All right. Uh, you want to do clap at the top of the minute? All right. Clap. Good clap. <clears throat> uh, close this. <laughs>